Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Come on, celebrate Jesus. Give Him glory. Give Him praise. Give Him all the honor. He deserves all our praise. He deserves all our worship. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we honor you. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Can I hear an amen? Clap your two hands together for Jesus. Take back your seat in heavenly places. It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. We have been looking at the mysterious power of testimonies. Clap your two hands for, for that. Do it better. The mysterious power of testimonies. The mysterious power of testimonies, that testimonies carry power. And I've been teaching in series because I want you to really understand it so that whatever God has in store for you will be delivered to your doorstep. Can I hear an amen? And we are going to turn it into prayer tonight and trust God that before August will end, my whole assignment in the month of August is to empower you to receive your travail prayer request and every other thing you are expecting from the Lord. Clap your two hands for Jesus. Oh, do it better, do it better. So we said that when you testify, it accomplishes certain things. We said one, it brings glory and honor to the name of the Lord. We said two, it reveals the works of God. That is the things he does and how he does them. We said three testimonies create expectation in our hearts for God to work in our lives. When you testify, others can also expect faith. We also said that testimonies carry a reproductive power that causes them to be repeated. When you testify, there is power that is released that causes other people, other people to also receive faith or even you to receive a higher version. Or dimension of whatever you testified about. And then we also said number five. That testimonies act as a seal. A protection. A seal. A confirmation. To the miracles that have been done. So when God does miracles for us. We are able to seal it. To seal it means to to protect it. We are able to endorse it. Confirm it in our lives by testifying about it. When God does something in your life and you don't testify about it, 
the devil is able to steal it from you or is able to make you lose it. When God does something for you and you fail to testify, you are able to lose it. Many, many people get testimonies and they lose it. They lose it because they are unable to testify of it. Especially healings, deliverances, miracles, signs and wonders. When you receive, you are able to cause it to be sealed or to be established when you testify. We saw that in the life of the ten lepers. How the one who came, the one leper who returned to come and testify to Jesus about what has happened to his life. How Jesus in Luke 17 verse 17 told him that may you be made whole. Or Jesus prayed for him to be made perfect or complete. In other words, the others, even though they were healed and they left, because they didn't come back, they were not made whole. But this single person who came back, this stranger, who came back to say thank you and testified of what Jesus had done, the Bible said that he was the only one Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. In other words, your miracle is perfected. That means that our miracles are made perfect or permanent in our lives when we testify. I pray that may every miracle that has started in your life become permanent in Jesus' name. Or let me hear your email like a believer. Because sometimes you can see that God has started doing something new. A new job, a new opportunity, a new thing has started, a new relationship. Something good has started. You are not expecting something good to come out of it. But you see, the devil is able to steal it at certain times. And it doesn't become perfect. It doesn't become complete. But I pray for every one of us here. That every good thing that the Lord has done in our lives. May it become permanent in Jesus name. Your amen can be a believer's amen. Clap your two hands for Jesus. So when you testify, you put pressure on God to preserve that which he has done in your life. When God does something for you, and you come and you testify, you put pressure on God to preserve that which he has started. In other words, God must make sure the thing continues. Because if, for example, I start doing something for you, and you go out there telling everybody that, Oh, Pastor Prince did this for me. Pastor Prince did that for me. Even when I want to stop it, I'll be compelled to continue. Because the, the way you are talking about the thing, when I stop it, <laughs> it will become some way. Oh, Amen. Now that is how testimonies work. When God does something for you, and you are not afraid of the devil, but you come out to testify, then God is obliged to make it permanent in your life. Then God is put under pressure to make it permanent in your life. And that will be your testimony in Jesus' name. So tell somebody by you, don't be afraid of the devil. 
Come on, tell him, don't be afraid of the devil. You see, what God gave you, the devil cannot take from you. Don't be afraid of the devil. When you are afraid of the devil, you are empowering him. Some of you think that when you testify, then you lose that job. When you testify, then that door rather shuts. It is a lie from the devil. Don't be afraid of the devil. Rather testify so that God can present. It is rather your inability to testify that open you up to losing that testimony or that miracle. May that never be your story. Number six. What happens when you testify? Testimony is a weapon of spiritual warfare against the kingdom of darkness. It's a weapon of spiritual warfare against the kingdom of darkness. Listen to me. Like I told you from the beginning of this month after travail, I explained to you that God has given us arsenals, weapons, that we are using in spiritual warfare against the devil. It includes praise and worship. It includes sacrifice and offerings. It includes prayer. It includes charity, doing good to people. These are all weapons that we use to fight in the realm of the spirit. It includes righteousness. All the things that were listed in Ephesians chapter 6. The armor of God. Or the armor of the spirit. But you see, aside all those things, it also includes testimony. In Revelation chapter 12 verse 11, turn to your uh, turn your Bibles. Revelation 12 11, or let's read it from the screen. Revelation 12 verse 11. Testimony is also a weapon, not just prayer. And that is why this month, I am not really making you pray a lot, but I am trying to make you understand another weapon. Which works so powerfully. You see, the Bible tells us that two things defeated Lucifer and, and cast Satan from, from, from heaven. Two things. And if God had to use those two things to defeat the devil, why, why don't you also use it? Why are you not using it? Look at it. Let's all read it. One go. Everyone join us to read. I want to hear from the back. Everyone should join us to read. One go. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. So, number one, what did they use to overcome him? Now, he's talking about Lucifer. When you read upwards, he's talking about Satan. Lucifer, when he was cast down. When Michael had to wage war against him. And they overcame him, number one, by what? The blood. The blood of Jesus. That is why we pray using the blood of Jesus. It's one of the weapons. Amen. And then number two. By the word of their, by the word of their, by the word of their. So two things brought the devil down from heaven to the earth. They are number one. Oh, I can't hear you. Number one. And number two. So do you see how powerful testimony can be? It is as powerful as the blood of Jesus. That set us free. It's as powerful as the communion wine or the communion table. Testimony. The devil is afraid of testimony as much as he's afraid of the blood of Jesus. 
when he heard their testimony, he fled from heaven. May that same devil flee from your life. I said, may that same devil flee from your own life. When he hears about what you are saying that God has done for you, the little things that God has started doing in your life, when you start testifying about them, may he flee from the rest of your life. From every aspect of your life. Can I hear an amen? Clap your two hands together for Jesus. So it's a weapon. Testimonies are missiles that destroy the works of darkness that are prevalent in our lives. If there is any works of darkness prevalent in your life, one of the things that you can use to destroy it like, like a bomb, like a missile, like a tornado, is the word of your testimony. The word of your testimony. If God blesses you, and just some small money comes into your hands, and you decide to testify about it, it becomes a missile that can blow away the spirit of poverty from your life. That can destroy it. It, it will make more money keep coming. But if you don't testify, you see, when the devil puts sickness on you, and you can see that the Lord has healed you, something has started, you can see a change in your body. You must testify say that I used to feel this way, but now I can see that it has gone down. I can see that it has changed. I, I, I feel it again. When you give that testimony and glory to God, it becomes like a weapon, a missile that can destroy the rest of the sickness so you can't find it again in your body. Clap your two hands together. Oh, you're not clapping. You don't, you don't understand what I'm saying. That's it. That's how it works. And you see, I have seen how through testimonies, others got their testimonies. Especially healing. As a healing evangelist, when I'm on a crusade platform, or when I go somewhere and then I am, I, I am ministering, that allows to heal people. I realize that sometimes when you call the testimonies, the first set of people that come are few. Like on, on the third day, the first set of people that may come out instantly are few. But as the testimony is going on, and we are dancing, and we are celebrating the testimonies that, are, that, that we are receiving, you see that the more people are coming into the queue, more people are coming. And, and, and I remember that most times I will make declarations like, as he testify you to that sickness is living. On that testimony, I am destroying other sicknesses, other issues. You see the testimony of one brother or one sister and the queue keeps getting longer and longer and longer. Because testimonies are weapons that can destroy the kingdom of darkness and the powers of darkness. I pray that may you experience it at your own level. Oh, let your amen be a powerful one. So sicknesses disappear. Deliverances okay. Curses are crushed and broken. Afflictions are terminated by the declaration of testimonies. Believe it. Believe it and start using it. Start testifying about the little things that God has started in your life. And you begin to see greater things happening. Hallelujah. Number seven. What does testimony accomplish? Testimonies bring the presence and the power of God to any place that they are saved and miracles begin to happen. Testimonies 
they usher in the presence of God. Listen to me. I know that you think that the only thing that usher you to the presence of God is praise and worship. That's you praise and worship usher us to the presence of God. Come giving usher us to the presence of God. There are several things that usher us to the presence of God. But what you don't know is that testimony also usher us. Testimonies. They usher us into God's presence. They attract God's presence to us. They bring heaven to where we are. When people begin to share testimonies, the presence of God takes over. How do I know that? Let's check this. In Exodus 25, verse 21. Look at what God told Moses. God was giving Moses a formula. That Moses, if you, don't, if you want me to meet you in the temple, if you want my presence to come where you are, do this. Everybody, are you ready? Exodus 25, 21. I want to read with everyone, okay? Because I want you to grab it. Because most of the time, we don't really preach about testimony. People don't really know what it, 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 it is. So you trivialize it. You think it is for those who are not shy. So you don't give testimony because I'm shy. So testimony is for those who are not shy. No. It is for those who are ready to use that weapon. Are you ready to read? Now, this is God instructing Moses that when he builds the temple, he should do certain things on the altar. And look at what God said. One go. And thou shalt put the mercy seat Above upon the ark, and in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give you. Now, are you I for this old testament that and, and the message in those days was where I am standing. What the way we have this, that was how the, the message was built upon the ark, so it's like an ark with the cherubs, the angels who have been sculpted like that. One on one side, one on the other side, and they were looking into the ark. We call that whole thing the mercy seat. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Now, in the ark, they kept miracles that, that God did for them. They kept miracles. For example, when Aaron went to put his rod, his rod, an old, an old man's rod, you can't, you can't plant it true or not true. Can, can you take an old man's rod and plant it and it will grow like a tree? But the Bible says that when Aaron went to put his rod on the altar, the following day, when they came, the rod had started developing flowers. Because of the presence. The power that is on the altar. A lot of you don't know the power that is on the altar. That's what we say, bring your prayer request. Or come and kneel before the altar and pray. Well, when people come to me in the, in, the, in the office and I listen to what they are saying and I, I, I am being led, I know, let them let go to the altar. Then they say, go to the altar. They say, ah, pastor, you are here, pray for me. Is that go to the altar. The power on the altar is more than me. I'm only using some. And God told him that when you, you, you do the message in the act that you have built like this, put in the testimonies that I will give you. Put them in. Tell somebody, God is really interested in testimonies. No, 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 somebody doesn't understand what I'm saying. Tell the one by you that God is very interested in your testimony. I tell you, I tell you. Verse 22. He said, I shall give you. I pray that may God give you a testimony this month. 
Oh, come on. Let your amen be a believer's one. He said, the testimony I shall give you. May God give you that testimony you are waiting for. May God release that testimony you are looking for. If your amen is loud, your testimony is coming. Because God told him that the testimony I shall give you. That means God is a giver. Say, my father is a giver of testimonies. My father is a giver of testimonies. I can't lack one. Say, I can't lack one. Huh? Do you think the children of a, a, a bread a baker will beg for bread? Oh, come on, talk to me. Do you think the children of a watcher seller will beg for watching? Say, my father is a testimony giver. I will take delivery of my post in this season. Take it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Before you step out of this place tonight, whatever you are looking for that represents the testimony, it shall meet you out there. By tomorrow morning, it shall come upon your fall. By the cross of this month, your testimony will appear. Before you cross this year, you will be crossing without miracle. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Do you believe it? I'm working in the spirit. I'm working on some cases in the spirit. Don't joke with it. Now look at verse 22. It said, and then. Now everybody read with me. One go. Come on, come on, come on. Some people, some people, why? You don't you know, you know, read. Read with me. One go. And then I will. Oh, come on, read it to I will. Where will he meet us? On the altar, the message is where we have put the testimony. <laughs> and there I will meet you. Where you put testimony is where he will meet you. Tell somebody where you drop your testimony is where God meets you. It will start giving testimonies concerning some small, small jobs and contracts. That is where God will meet you with bigger ones. <laughs> you start testifying about some small, small healings. That is where God will shock you. That thing will disappear from your body and you'll be surprised. <laughs> it, says it cannot go. It can go. Use testimony and see. The little ones God have done. The little monies that came in your hands in, in that week. Have you testified? That's why you are struggling. That's why you are struggling. And then I will meet with thee. I will meet with thee. And I will fellowship with thee from above the messages, from between the two cherubim, which are upon the ark of the testimony. I will meet with thee. Say testimony. If you want to know the location of God in any church service, it's testimony time. I didn't say it. I'm just reading the Bible to you. Is that, and I will meet with him. May your testimonies usher God into your life. May it attract the presence of God into your life. Clap your two hands if you have understanding. Do you believe what I'm teaching at all? First Samuel 4 verse 5. This thing happened practically. 
in the lives of the Israelites when they went for war. First Samuel 4 verse 5. Are you ready to read with me? Now everybody read this one also with me. One go. And when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp. And you know the ark is what we call the ark of testimony. Say ark of testimony. That is what they drop the testimonies into. And they carry it everywhere they go. And when they are going for war, it is what leaves them. When you see Israel coming, they don't come with armor cards. They don't come with bazookas. They don't come with bombs. When you see Israel coming for battle, they come with worshippers and the axe and the pastors leading and the Levites blowing trumpets. That is how they go to war. They don't go to war with <laughs> the usual thing. They were strange people. How can you go to war and you go to war with choristers and pastors and trumpeters? <laughs> and they are blowing. Then they are carrying the ark. And one of the days when they went to war, they didn't go with the ark. Perhaps they said they were tired. They thought they knew how to fight. And the enemies disciplined them well, well. Then some of them ran back and went to bring the ark. Because <laughs> they saw that they didn't need to know. You for, you for use testimony, the ark. Then they went for it. Now, when the ark arrived at the war field, look at what happened. Now, let's read one go. And when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout that the earth shook again. They knew what the ark does for them. What testimony does. So when the soldiers saw that the pastors are going to bring the testimony ark, they started shouting, hey, it's like Yedrono Abba. Like Yedrono Abba. <laughs> oh, come on, you got clapping, you do that. I'm trying to make it graphical for you, for you to picture what you are reading. All that time you are reading the Bible, you don't really know what you are reading. Uh, I'm a teacher, I'm trying to make you understand what you are reading. So they started shouting, Yeah, yeah, Jonaba. Today, you people, you will see. And now, when somebody is beating you and your champion comes, you go, you go, you go and call your senior brother. <laughs> then your mouth will be, will be hard like, <laughs> because your fighter has come. <laughs> then look at what happened in verse 6. As I cross it, look at what happened in verse 6. When they started shouting in jubilation because they have seen that their pastors have brought the testimony up. Now, when the enemies, now everybody read, 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 read. I want you to enjoy the scriptures. One go. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What is the meaning of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? Why, why are they shouting? Why, why are they shouting? And they understood. So people started telling them, you don't know. They understood that the act of the Lord was come into the camp. They were told that you don't know you people, you are finished. They have gone for their juju. <laughs> they have gone for their act. The act has been brought. That act that turned Jericho and brought down the whole wall. <laughs> A brother act. When they were crossing the, the Jordan River to take over Jericho, it was the act that was leading. 
When they were going around Jericho, they went around it with a testimony act for seven days. And Jericho fell to the test. So people know the history of that act. They know the history of the testimony act. And then they understood that Charlie, that act has come. Then look at verse 7. Look at verse 7. And the Philistines were. Oh, come on. And the Philistines were. For they said, God is come into the camp. And they said, Woe unto us. For there has not been such a thing that we have heard before. We have not, we have not faced an opponent who have brought God into the camp like that before. They said, hey, we are finished because their God has come. They said, God has come. You see, so when testimony comes, God comes. Tell somebody. When your testimony starts, then you begin to see things in your life. I'm telling you. When you are no more shy of testifying about the little things God has done for you, then you are going to see the practical involvement of God in your daily life. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Am I, am I teaching? It's a mystery. That's why I call the message the mysterious power. When we say something is mysterious <laughs> and you're hidden, you don't really understand it. That's why I'm trying to demystify it over these weeks. Trying to explain it for you to understand the mystery in it. <laughs> when they saw the testimony act, they said, ah, that thing that carried their testimonies from Egypt, the manner they ate, that angel food, Sam was in that ark and it was never getting rotten. And they carried it till today. They have that food in that ark and it is not getting rotten. Because it's a testimony. It's a testimony. They said, Woe unto us. <laughs> For God is come. Tell somebody, God is coming into your life. Tell him, God is. You see, when we say God is that, see, God is everywhere. Tell somebody, God is everywhere. But tell him, His power is not seen everywhere. Tell him. There are some people who are not saying what I'm saying. Tell him God is everywhere. But his activities are not seen everywhere. His participation is not in everything. He's everywhere. Among Am Robert, as they were planning to steal, he was there. But he was never active there. When God moves, you see that things begin to happen. So God can be at a place where witches are meeting. And God is there, but He's not part of them, He's not working there. But something can happen, and it will attract the presence of God into a place that was normal. And all of a sudden, people are falling down, people are being carried here and there. What happened? So, all along, God wasn't there, God was there, but His action was not there, He was passive. Now He's becoming involved, or He's becoming active. So, I pray. That as you launch out in testimonies, may God be actively involved in your life. I said He will be actively involved in your own life. You will see Him practically in your life. You will experience Him practically in your business. You will experience Him practically in your marriage. You will experience Him practically in your academic life. You will experience Him practically in your destiny. Every step that you take, you will see the move of God. You will hear the move of God. You will see the activity of God. You will know that God is with you. Receive the active participation of God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, amen. 
Ask somebody, do you understand what pastor is saying? If you do, then, then, then use it. Once God starts doing something after this travail, don't sit on it. Use it because it will bring God actively in your life. Amen. Do you love the stories I've shared so far? Number eight, write down. Is that part of this? It brings fear. Testimonies bring fear to the enemy and brings you victory over them. The same scripture, first time of four, five, all the way to eight. They said, Woe to us who shall deliver us out of the hand of this mighty God. <laughs> These are the gods that destroyed the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. See, the Philistines are remembering what happened to Pharaoh. They said, These are the gods. They think that God is plenty. The Israelite God is plenty. They don't know it's just one person that destroyed them. They said, ah, Now that they brought the ark, yeah, we are finished though. These are the gods that destroyed Pharaoh and his people. And they have brought him here. May your enemies begin to flee away from you. I said, may witches begin to flee away from you. The next time you step in the office, your enemies will start fleeing away. The next time you step in the class, those who have set traps for you, they will start confessing and they will start fleeing away. Those who are sabotaging you to your boss, to your superior, those who want to take their contract from you, those who want you to be stuck from the class, those who want to take your beloved, those who want to destroy your marriage, those who are sabotaging you, the next time you appear, may this Clap your two hands again. Very, very important. Very, very important. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Rise up to your feet as we pray tonight. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543 248. 982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.